Welcome to the Own You Podcast, where we chat all things healthy habits and self-improvement. I'm your host, Angela Jones, and my purpose is to remind you just how much control and power you have over your life. I've stepped into this by focusing on mastering my own daily habits, and I couldn't believe the positive effects it had on life. If you're ready to take the reins, surprise yourself by your own potential, and create a life you've only dreamed of, then you've come to the right place. Own your habits, own your life, own you. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to the Own You podcast. On this episode, I will be talking about mm, perhaps my favorite topic when it comes to habits, and that is building a consistent fitness habit. This was one of the first real real impressive ways that I started mastering my own habits. And by impressive, I mean it was one of the first really meaningful and impactful and honestly really big ways I changed my life, specifically using habits. I had I had tackled other habits before fitness, but I think this was the first real life-changing one for me where everything kind of solidified and I was really blown away with the power of habits. So it's one of my favorite topics, one of my favorite habits to talk about. And you'll, you may also notice that it's also often the examples that I use to explain other habit concepts. So anyways, I'm excited for this topic and to share everything that I've learned and everything that has worked or hasn't worked in the past. So let's dive in. Working out is something that I think a lot of people will find around New Year's resolutions or before a big event like a wedding or a vacation. And those are all important and great opportunities, but working out consistently and building that fitness habit consistently prevents you from having to get ready for a particular event or vacation. Plus, there are so many benefits to working out, not just physically, but also mentally and emotionally. It can be a great way of meeting other people, helping you stay energized and fit and healthy and happy and, you know, all of the fantastic things. So if fitness is a habit that you desire to strengthen, then I've got tips for you. So first, finding what you love. For so long, I tried to fit myself into another box. I would say, okay, this is the quote unquote right way to work out. So that's how I should do it. Finding what you genuinely enjoy doing physically is such an important step. I had grown up dancing for years and I liked that feeling of flexibility and mobility and having fun with it too. Not to say other ways of working out aren't fun, but for me, dancing was a fun way to stay active. And instead of trying to fit myself into a certain box, I know I would have been successful earlier had I just leaned into what I already enjoyed. So things that felt similar physically, things like yoga or Pilates that incorporate that same flexibility and mobility and that gives you that same feeling that dance did for me, but it's just an example. You may love playing games and being competitive. And so for someone like that, maybe learning how to play tennis and making it more of a social experience. Maybe you love feeling strong and are competitive when it comes to that. So things like weight training and 
CrossFit and that may that may fit what you just naturally love already. But my point is finding what you love and actually running with it instead of trying to fit yourself into someone else's box. So many fitness studios and gyms have trial classes or new member deals. Instead of just picking something and going with it, which could work for some people, but instead of doing that, maybe what you want to think about doing is trying out different things. Try a new member class at X studio and then next week try something at, you know, Y gym. This also allows you to test out different trainers, maybe get the vibe in the community aspect because that will differ from place to place. But really having the intention of finding something that you'll love, finding something that's maybe a little easier to talk yourself into on those really hard days where you just don't feel like getting out of bed. So that's tip one, find what you love and run with it. And if you don't know what that is, try things out, be open-minded, maybe talk to other people in your area or other friends that are already active and look for ways in your regular daily life that you can incorporate movement and physical activity. And maybe that's playing games or hiking or going for walks, but really finding what you love and embracing it, being okay with it. Tip two is that consistency is where the magic happens. And that feels sour coming out of my mouth because I think this is probably the hardest, or at least for me, it was the hardest, it was the hardest thing to come to grips with because I just didn't want to accept that daily consistency is really the most important step in creating this habit. I've talked about this before, but for so long, so I I joined the gyms, I tried the different studios, I did all the things, and there were so many times, it's embarrassing to admit, but there were so many times I drove to the gym and then sat in the parking lot and did nothing. I sat there you know, fighting with myself just to go in the door, just to get out of the car. And I would make these bargains with myself. I would say, all right, this week, I'm going to go to the gym four times. And I'd start the week all motivated and that would quickly dissipate. And I would find myself sitting in my car in the parking lot yet again, trying to talk myself into it. And then the next week would come and I'd say, okay, last week I couldn't do four times couldn't even come close. So maybe this week I'll do three times. And it, it became this constant bargaining that just didn't feel good. It wasn't fun. I never felt like, I never felt that sense of accomplishment. I never enjoyed the process. And I would often just find myself frustrated, which as we know, can quickly lead to giving up. And that's the exact opposite of what we want to create. So in, I think it was 2019, I had had it with the back and forth. I had had it with the constant internal fights in the gym parking lot. And I said to myself, you know what? I'm going to do something really easy every day and then build on that. Little did I know at that point that that is actually the best way to build a habit. So what I did was tell myself that I would do five, maybe 10 minutes of yoga a day. And this was at home. This wasn't, I didn't have to go anywhere. I didn't have to look a certain way. It just, it was in my living room, easy peasy, something on YouTube, something that I could accomplish with very little fight, very very little of that internal argument 
that convincing, something that felt easy, but that I could build on. And if I'm being completely honest, that didn't always feel easy, but it was something that I could easily fit into my day. Five or 10 minutes really isn't, really doesn't disrupt your whole life. So I started that out and eventually five minutes didn't feel like enough. So I upped it to 10 and then occasionally I'd throw in a 15 minute class. And then some days I felt real crazy and did 20 minute class. So without me even realizing it, I was developing that habit step by step, minute by minute. And what started out as something that felt very insignificant, that five minutes turned into, you know, a 45 minute hour long yoga class a day. And after doing it that consistently, if I skipped a day, I felt off physically, I felt off emotionally, and I, I really realized that I was craving it. Who knew? The girl that sat in the gym parking lot arguing with herself in the rearview mirror could actually crave working out in the morning? That just felt crazy to me. So as painful and as hard as it is to admit, doing something every day is actually easier. And it feels counterintuitive because working out three days a week compared to every day, a few years ago, I would pick three times a week no question. It just sounds easier and less complicated in my head, but really building something even super small, like five minutes, building that every day lets you strengthen that muscle over time. And I mean muscle figuratively. It allows you to strengthen that over time, building the actual habit. So what I was doing subconsciously was instead focusing on the daily work instead of the results, right? I wasn't focusing on gaining X amount of muscle or losing a certain amount of weight or, you know, crushing some crazy class at the gym. Those are all great things to have in the back of your mind. But in the beginning, focusing on building and strengthening that habit allows us to get fancy later. That allows us to hit those goals eventually. It allows us to improve and make things harder eventually, up level and hit those goals eventually. But by doing the consistent work, you're building a strong base. And I've talked about this on past episodes, but that daily tiny habit really, really is the strongest way to eventually get to your goal. And I could argue is actually faster. So what I didn't realize at the time was trying to develop a habit occasionally is very hard. So skip the internal fight, skip that gym parking lot argument in your rear view mirror and focus on what you can do daily. Don't belittle it. Don't start thinking it's not enough. You'll get there eventually, but you're going to get there faster and easier by instead focusing on something daily. Trust me on this. My next tip is to find what motivates you. Now there are tons of different you know, fun personality tests that you can find. They may give you insight into what motivates you and your personality. Or instead of taking any of those tests, you can just start to observe what is motivating in your normal life. What what motivates you at work? What motivates you at home to do chores? What What motivates you to show up on those days when you don't feel like showing up? And I don't mean specifically with fitness or working out, I mean in general. 
So I mentioned it before, but something as simple as a to-do list with a box that you can check off, that can be super motivating for some people. And if you're like me, you're also the type that even if you've already done something, you'll write it on the list just to check it off and get that reward. That's actually not a crazy thing. It's positive reinforcement. It's giving yourself that chance to experience the reward of the habit loop. So find what motivates you. Because a to-do list and a check mark is motivating for me, when I started using the Peloton app and it gives you that blue check mark every day that you do some sort of class that fit right into what was already motivating to me. I know there are lots of gyms that will track your class numbers or, you know, different PRs and and goals and that may be motivating to you. Maybe you have you are motivated by a certain bench press weight or a certain class number. And you can really work with those and sort of up the ante of that reward. Maybe after 50 classes, you treat yourself to something. Maybe after hitting a certain PR or benchmark, you treat yourself in a different way. So play around with ways that may be motivating to you and that will keep you inspired on the days that you just don't feel like doing it. But don't only observe what motivates you with fitness. Think about all different ways that you're motivated throughout the day, no matter what it is, and try to find a way that you can use that to motivate you with this new goal. So certainly not a new concept, finding what motivates you, but I think taking the time to observe what already motivates us may be a new concept. My next tip is to discover a why for yourself that really means something. Now, I don't mean a why, you know, to get skinny or to lose a certain amount of weight. As a great example, in 2020, my dad had a very severe stroke and he was paralyzed on the right side of his body. He couldn't speak or communicate. And he was in the hospital and then rehab for quite a long time. And during that time, my sister tried to convince me to work out with her and I wanted nothing to do with it. Well, I wanted to want it, but ultimately I didn't. And she kept talking about the Peloton app and I just said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, eventually they ran some sort of sale and I just honestly downloaded the app just to shut her up. But what we did was something really cool. Dad was still in rehab at the time and it was hard, obviously, emotionally, and it was hard not being there physically all the time. And it was hard to see someone who was previously so physically active, not be able to, you know, sit up in a bed. So what we did was try to channel all of those feelings into working out. So we made this pact, her and I, that we would do something on the Peloton app every day while dad was in rehab. Now that some days look like, you know, a strength class and working out really hard and or running or cycling. But some days that just look like a five-minute sleep meditation because that's all that we could do at the time. But attaching a different why to a daily action was super impactful for both of us. It gave us a reason to keep showing up. There were several components to that particular motivation, but we wanted to do something physically because he couldn't and he wanted to so badly. Plus, seeing your healthy 64-year-old dad suffer a major 
medical event, it, it was also very motivating for us to keep up our own health. And I'm certainly not saying you need a major medical event to happen in your family, but attaching a meaningful why to you and your workouts may help you push through on those days that you just don't feel like doing it. And that's normal. So asking yourself what really matters to you or maybe showing up for someone else. Sometimes showing up for someone else is easier than showing up for yourself. But discovering that for yourself can be super helpful. And my last tip is to inject some fun. I think because so often we approach these goals with such shame sometimes, maybe working out ends up feeling like a chore which I'm sure is very common for a lot of us. So instead, maybe finding ways to make it a little more fun, maybe competing with friends or maybe a really fun playlist, experimenting with different fun classes or different sports, asking yourself how it can be fun or even easy can completely change your mindset around working out. Somewhere along the journey of becoming adults, we lost that natural instinct for fun and play. But looking for opportunities to inject some fun and play into your fitness can be exactly what you need to push yourself over the edge, to keep you showing up, to actually enjoy it. Imagine enjoying it. So just like the others, play around with this as well. Try different playlists and different types of classes or ask some friends or family to try a new sport with you. Don't judge anything. Just try things and have fun. So those are some tips for me that have been super helpful. I hope this helps you and I hope you have a newfound inspiration and desire to tackle your own workouts. Let me know which tips are helpful to you. I'd love to hear it but I hope this motivates you to build that fitness habit into something that you actually crave and enjoy. Let me know what you think. Thanks again for being here. Thank you so much for listening. My dream is to help as many people as possible take control of their habits to build big, beautiful lives. If this episode has supported you in any way, it would mean the world if you hit subscribe and left me a review. Feel free to tag me or shoot me a DM on Instagram at underscore Angela underscore Jones. They are so fun to see. If you're looking for additional support, subscribe to my email newsletter at the link in the show notes. I will catch you right back here next week.